Would you like to accelerate your career and reach your full potential in just minutes a day? Welcome to the LeadX Show with New York Times bestselling author and Inc. 500 entrepreneur, Kevin Cruz. Are you a rebel, a hero, a navigator, or something else? Hello, everyone. Kevin Cruz here, helping you to achieve your full potential five days a week. And in just a minute, we're going to talk about what gets between you and your greatness. But first, have you checked out the articles on LeadX.org yet? You'll find Karen Hurt's article, Four Ugly Conversations to Have with Your Team, and The Secret to Your Most Meaningful Goals by Shelley Rowe and so many others. Visit LeadX.org. Our guest today is the founder of Lead From Within, a global leadership coaching and consulting firm based in New York City. She's been named a top 50 leadership expert and a top 100 leadership keynote speaker. You may have already read her work on Inc., Fast Company, or the Huffington Post. Her new book is The Leadership Gap, What Gets Between You and Your Greatness. Our guest is Lolly Daskal. Lolly, welcome to the show. Kevin, what an honor it is to be here today. Oh, looking forward to talking about the leadership gap. But first, will you share a time when you have failed? And maybe, you know, what did you learn from it? Well, I think I fail a little bit every day. So I mm-hmm. always feel like I'm a work in progress. There's not one in particular thing. Usually I find that in the beginning when I have some really big ideas or really big goals, I sometimes seem not to be perfect in the very beginning. And so I've learned something very interesting about that. A, I learned to be very forgiving of myself. And B, I'm trying to let go of perfection and I'm replacing it with excellence. And forgiving yourself and going for excellence, I found is a great discipline for every single day that I try to stretch myself and I don't get to where I need to go. So failing is something I'm very used to and succeeding is a byproduct of failing many times, but then showing up with excellence. Wow, Lai, this is uh, interesting timing too, because I was just having a, a conversation with a professional football player a couple of weeks ago, and he was experiencing intense pregame anxiety. And what he found out was that he was trying to be perfect, literally perfect. Don't make any mistakes. Never let my quarterback get tackled. And it caused this anxiety and this, you know, turned out to be a performance problem. When he switched it to excellence, he said everything fell into place and it was like he was instantly cured. Big, big message that I've been saying for three decades, let go of perfection and show up with excellence. And it's a game changer. Literally. So Lolly, your new book is The Leadership Gap, What Gets Between You and Your Greatness? And we both share a passion for Joseph Campbell and his mythology work and the idea of archetypes, the hero's journey. But for our listeners who aren't, aren't familiar with this idea, you know, what are archetypes and why are they so important? An archetype is a persona that is within us. It's something that we can identify. It's the hero's journey talks about a journey that we take within ourselves that from birth until death and all of us go through certain stages what i call in my profession until we reach greatness until we reach meaning until we reach purpose um the thing about this book i would like to emphasize is that not only does it talk about archetypes but i lace it with jungian's work and jung's work is about shadow work 
So for every archetype, which will get you to greatness, I actually talk about how the same archetype, the same greatness can cause a gap and can keep you from that success, can keep you from your greatness. And combining the work of Joseph Campbell and combining the work of Jung, it really gives you um, like an insight to who you are on a level that most people don't have. This is great. And we, of course, don't have time to deep dive on all the archetypes. But do you want to uh, share several of them with us so that people can understand what you mean by the by how we get to the greatness, but what the shadow side would be as well? Absolutely. I want to talk about two in particular, because these two show up in every single individual that is high achieving. So if you're out there wanting to have a successful business, if you're a leader, you know, leading thousands, if you're someone who has a startup who wants to make a significant difference in a business, you'll identify, I mean, you'll identify with all seven archetypes, but let's talk about one in particular. The first archetype of the rethink model, because it spells out the rethink others, each one stands like you talked about in the beginning of the show, the rebel, the explorer the truth teller, the hero, the inventor, navigator, and knight. But let's talk about the rebel. For every rebel that is out there who wants to make an impact in the world, who wants to make a difference in the world in a big way, they need the characteristic of confidence. They need to be able to be extremely competent and confident in order to make that happen. For every single rebel that we meet, within them there is a gap. And the gap is of someone who feels like an imposter who has self-doubt. And it sounds like this. If they only knew how I'm not as smart as they think I am, I'm in trouble. I don't deserve to have this position. I didn't go to the best schools. I don't know why I'm leading them. There's so many smarter people in this room. Why, why am I doing this? Every single person has within them something that has self-doubt about themselves. And this gap can actually cost you in your greatness. So we have to learn how to leverage it. And in the book, it talks about how to leverage your gaps. It's not about only identifying them, what to use and what to do about the fact that you feel like an imposter. The second archetype is the navigator. A navigator is someone who's really good at steering people and guiding people, and they're great at problem solving. They're fantastic at being pragmatic and practical. And because they are that great at solving problems and challenges, people trust them. They tend to want to gravitate towards them. But for every navigator that exists, there is a gap. And this gap, I think most people will recognize within themselves, and the gap is the fixer. The fixer is someone, when someone comes to them and says, oh, I have a problem, immediately they jump in and say, oh, you have a problem? Do this, do that. Why didn't you do this? Last week I did it and it worked. Why aren't you doing it this week? And it's someone that is constantly trying to fix people. And when you're trying to fix people, guess what? You come across as arrogant. People don't want to be fixed. We know this in our relationships. We know this in our partnership. And leaders need to understand to fix someone is not the way to empower them or engage them. So knowing the difference between the greatness and the gap is imperative to having a really, truly magnificent life, a meaningful life and a purposeful life. Wow. Uh, people don't want to be fixed. And I, I, as you went through Navigator, I couldn't help but saying, hmm, I resemble that remark. <laughs> <laughs> a lot for me to learn from this. And, and so this is just scratching the surface, but what can we do? You say, you know, once we identify, um, you know, our, our major archetype, 
and and understand the shadow side, you know, it, that's the beginning. So what are some of the next steps? How do we build upon our, our archetype? So let's take the last one, the navigator. So if you're finding that you tend to show up more as a fixer, the way to leverage it, let's talk about four very significant ways that you can leverage it. The first way is, is to find out why you are the fixer. Why do you need to fix people? So it has to start from within, right? You have to find out what drives you to fix people. Secondly, you should think about a fixer as somebody likes to be a chronic rescuer. They like to rescue other people. And the question is, if you are rescuing others, are you truly empowering them the way they need to be? So it's kind of like you want to fix to help, but are you really helping them? Because someone who's chronically rescuing others is not really helping them, is not really empowering them. The next one is uh, fixers or what they want control. They want to be able to control situations. They don't like when things are out of control. And so the question is, what about control and letting go of control is something that you need to work on. One of the archetypes in particular is the explorer, right? And for the explorer, the way they truly learn to explore in a magnificent way is to trust their intuition instead of having to control things. And so I always say to the fixer, what can you let go of to let come in? Because you don't want to be known as the controller or the micromanager. And the last one is, this is very, we see this all the time, a fixer is a caretaker. They care about people. I want to help you. I want to make you feel better. But sometimes the caretaker is really stepping over boundaries. So this is what I do with my fixers. I give them a little um, formula to remember. And it sounds like this. If someone comes to you and says, oh, I have a problem, listen to what the problem is. When someone comes to you and says, oh, I have a problem, do you think you could help me solve the problem? That means show up as someone who, as we would call the fixer, but be very mindful of what people are saying. Most of the time, I would say <laughs> a good 80, 85% of the time, just want to talk. They just want someone to listen. And when they're telling you about their challenges, listen to what they say. Don't show up as the fixer because guess what? On a certain level, you look arrogant and that's the last thing we want to do. So, Lolly, as a follow-up to that, uh, do you believe that there are some gender dynamics here? I mean, is it true that men tend to want to, you know, solve the problems rather than, uh, you know, show show empathy? Absolutely not. I know many men fixers, and trust me, I'm a fixer. <laughs> I know many women that are fixers. Um, I think it has to do about who you are as a person more so than what gender you are. That's interesting. So, Lolly, I always like to challenge our listeners to become 1% better every day, a little bit better every day. So is there something from your book, from your work on archetypes that you can challenge us to take away from this and try out right away? So one of the things that I want to talk about before I challenge anybody, I think this is very, very important for people to realize. Um, I read a book a day. And I read on the subjects of leadership and business, and it's been a practice for 27 years. So most of the books that are out there seem to have a certain tone about 
how we should be doing things, where we should be doing things, when we should be doing things, and why we should be doing things. And so the challenge that I bring to everyone is what's in my book. What makes my book a little bit different than most of the other books is that the book is about who you are being while you are living and leading. If we can challenge ourselves to ask ourselves who we are at any given moment, because my archetypes are more situational than they are, um, as I call, uh, a banner of who you are. They're not a poster for who you who are. So you could be a rebel in one moment and a hero at the next and a navigator in the next moment, depending on the situation that you're in. So the challenge for all of us and for myself is always, who am I being? Am I standing in my greatness or am I standing in my gaps? Wow, that's powerful. And I'm glad you made um, that distinction. It's not who you are as a sort of a set personality type. It's who am I being in this moment, in this situation? That's great. So, Lolly, what's the best way our listeners can find out more about you and your work? So to find out about me, I'm all over social media. I'm very present. I love talking to people. But if you want to talk to me personally, you can find me at my website at lollydaskell.com. And I have something very special for your listeners, Kevin. Um, I have at our book website, which is theleadershipgapbook.com. If anybody's interested, I have some wonderful bonuses if they get the book. But there's one thing that's very, very exciting. Usually when I work with an organization, I they have to take an assessment in order to find out what kind of leader that they are. And I'm giving away that $97 assessment for free if they purchase the book before May 16th. Oh, that's Absolutely. great. So this is a really great gift. And this is my way of giving back and saying thank you for being interested in the leadership gap and finding out what stands between you and your greatness. Wow, that's a very generous offer. Uh, so again, everyone's got to go out, pre-order the book, and then go to the leadershipgapbook.com. And this will you have to do it before May 16th. That is a very generous offer. Thank you, Lolly. I appreciate all of your efforts, and we wish you the best of luck with this book. And thanks for coming on the show. Thank you so much, Kevin. What a true honor. All right, friends, your executive coach of the day has been Lolly Daskal. How cool is that? So don't forget, you can get all the links that she mentioned and the notes for this interview over at leadx.org. Of course, pre-order her book from amazon.com. And listeners, if you want to join the private LeadX Ambassadors group on Facebook, and you know you do, just go up and leave an honest review on iTunes and let me know. I'm at kevin at leadx.org. We'll send you an invite link and we'll have a lot of fun in that group. Until next time, remember, leadership is about influence, not authority. We are all leaders. The question is, what kind of leader will you be?